This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, Bradshaw Mountain Boys Basketball Head Coach Kane Atkinson joins the show as his team is sizzling to start the season. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Thumb and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Last Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches, players and much more. The show this week starts off with the Bradshaw Mountain boys basketball team that is 8-1 to start the season after beating Williams Field 50-47 last week. It was the team's 7th consecutive victory. Joining the show now to continue talking about the great start to the Bradshaw Mountain Boys basketball season is head coach Kane Atkinson. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining the show. Eight and one to start, including rolling off seven straight, most of those by double digits. What has made this team so successful to start the season? Um, I think just, you know, really buying in, um, continuing to work hard, continuing to, you know, not be complacent. Um, and to continue and to, to, to really not be satisfied. Um, I think that every day we come in with a, with a chip on our shoulder and, and just know that um, in order for us to achieve our goals at the end of the season, um, we can't relax and take breaks and we can't take games for granted. Um, we just know that we got to come in every day with, with that chip and just continue to get better. Uh, you know, being a first-year head coach with the team, uh, does it make the transition easier with this kind of start? Uh, it made this transition a lot easier just because I had spent so much time with these kids since I had arrived in Prescott Valley at the beginning of June. Um, I know that we have done more uh, with the off season throughout the summer, throughout the fall than, than what they've done in the past. Um, so I just think that us um, having a lot of practices and a lot of games already under our belt uh, before the season even started, um, I think really helped us you know, significantly. So, uh, you know, uh, lots of time on the road for your team to start this season, including multiple trips to the Valley, you know, a back-to-back in there as well. What does it say about this team to win while making that hour and a half or so drive each way uh, from Prescott Valley to the Valley multiple times a week? And uh, does it, do you find that it maybe helps your team be closer? Um, honestly, I don't think it really matters uh, to us where we play or where we have to travel to. Um, we just take every game um, as another opportunity for us to grow and to get better. Um, And also I think that maybe, you know, traveling and being on the road maybe allows us to play a little bit more relaxed. Um, The couple of games that we've had at home, I think that we, we kind of play a little bit uptight. Um, We don't play as smooth and as fluid as, you know, what I've kind of come accustomed to seeing from this group. Um, So I think that us being away from Bradshaw Mountain kind of helps us just, to play a little bit more relaxed. Gotcha. So uh, some of these games, just picking some out here from the schedule that I've seen, uh, 63-40 to 40 win over Greenway, uh, 56-40 over Williams uh, Field. Uh, got some tournament games in there with some big wins. Uh, obviously to begin the season with that OT win against Seton Catholic. But speaking of those games that you do have that double-digit advantage of, what do you think... Um, how do you how does Bradshaw kind of do that where both offense and defense is working at the same time in order to get that double digit result? Right. Uh, 
I'm still waiting for us to play our best basketball, to be honest with you. I think that, you know, those games that maybe we have, you know, we beat teams by double digits. Um, I truly feel like we didn't play uh, to the best of our ability. Um, I think that there was a lot of things that we could have improved on or done better. Um, and so, again, it's just um, every game, um, every team we play is just an opportunity for us to get better. And and, and, and hopefully, you know, here soon we kind of can start to play to our potential. And, you know, some of those double-digit wins that, you know, that we see, uh, hopefully they, they can be extended a little bit. Because, like I said, we can – we can play a lot better, in my opinion, than those games that we've kind of beat teams pretty significantly. Hey, uh, you know, continuing on that, uh, you got Agra Fria on Tuesday at home, yep. and then yep. Deer Valley uh, on Wednesday, uh, back yep. here in the Valley again. And then right. uh, you got Mojave on the 16th, which is the start of region play. Obviously, you got that break, and then you come right. back, and it's full-on region play until the end of the season. How do important are these games and to win these games when you know obviously it's 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 non-region play but right. how how do you think it helps prepare you guys for those ever important region games oh i mean i think it, it prepares us a, a significant amount you know i think that the team that we're going to see tomorrow with agofria uh they got a kid that's he plays extremely hard. Um, he's, he, he seems like he plays with extreme energy. Um, he's very passionate about the game of basketball. And I think just by having that confidence and that, that swagger, uh, I think that he really, you know, he really gets that team going. Um, I really think that they do a lot of good things. Um, and I also think that it's going to, what Agua Fria does is, is we're going to see a lot of similar things that we're going to see Wednesday night against Deer Valley. And, and to play these teams, they just give us, you know, a different style of basketball that we don't always see during region. Um, and they're also teams that, you know, eventually down the line when we, you know, get to the state playoffs and the things like that, um, we kind of are familiar with that style of basketball. You know, a little bit more up and down, a lot more athletes, uh, a lot of dribble, a lot of dribble drive type stuff. So, you know, these games and these freedom games that we've been playing, I just think that it it helps us significantly with, you know, as we get closer to, you know, obviously the toughness of our region, but then as we get closer to the to the state tournament. So obviously, as you mentioned, uh, the region play gets underway here pretty soon. Uh, but before that, well, except for that Mojave game that you got on the 16th, but after that Mojave game, then you get about uh, two weeks off there. Do you think that that's kind of a little bit uh, of a bittersweet because you're like, man, uh, you know, it's great to have a break, but the way you guys are winning, do you wish you could just kind of play through that holiday? <laughs> Uh, it'll be good for us because uh, we're not really completely off. So we finish up with Mojave next or this Friday. Um, and then the, the kids will kind of get some a uh, couple days off around Christmas time. But then we're right back to practice uh, the night of the 26th. And then we're actually heading down to Cactus, um, to Cactus High School, the 27th through the 30th for another tournament. So gotcha. We're really not off completely over the over the break, and you know we definitely will have a couple of days off um, around Christmas, but then just back to work, and then looking forward to that cactus tournament. Okay. All right, you got the uh, home game against Agra Fria at seven p.m. At game is taking place at Bradshaw Mountain High School, so uh, fans get on out there, support this team. Uh, they are one of the hottest teams in the state to start off, and they're looking to keep it going. Uh, thanks, Coach, for joining the show, and uh, hope to have you back on again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you.
A real quick note on some semi-professional soccer that took place over the weekend in Central Arizona as the OJBFC team that is based right here in Chino Valley lost in the championship game 1-0. It's a real cool program they got going on and some exciting things for the future that we will cover right here on this podcast in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned for that. We'll rip around Central Arizona teams as the winter sports season continues, but first... They say failing to prepare is preparing to fail, and the official start of the winter season is next Wednesday. Can your heater handle it? Schedule your fall tune-up today with Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. All the info you need is at ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. Thanks for giving this podcast a listen. It's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. We'll start off with the Prescott High School boys basketball team that is having a good start to the season as they improved to 3-0 with a big win over Marcos Deniza last week on the road, 81-57. Uriah Tanet led the team with 33 points, while Zane Gall had 17 points in that one. However, the team suffered their first defeat on Monday with a 73-61 loss to Deer Valley. Next up is a game against the Tempe Buffaloes on the road Tuesday. The girls' basketball team also struggled against Deer Valley on Monday, losing 58-23 on the road. They sit at 2-2 overall as they host the Tempe Buffaloes on Friday at 5.30 p.m. The girls' soccer team, after getting a season-opening 8-0 win last week, hosts Estrella Foothills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Well, the boys' soccer team is looking for a win after losses last week to Cactus and Estrella Foothills as they take on Seton Catholic Prep on the road Friday at 3.30 p.m. The boys' wrestling team, meanwhile, has a meet against Estrella Foothills and Dysert on the road Wednesday. Over to Bradshaw Mountain as the girls' basketball team, after a good showing in the Round Valley Round Ball Shootout over the weekend, plays Agrafria on the road Tuesday at 7 p.m. They are 0-3 so far in Freedom Games. The boys' soccer team earned a couple victories last week, 2-1 against Agrafria and 8-3 over Saguaro. At 3-0, they host Tempe on Tuesday at 6 p.m. The girls' soccer team got their first win of the season last week, 8-3 against Agrafria and are 1-1. They played Tempe on the road Tuesday at 6 p.m. The boys' wrestling team will compete this weekend in the 33rd annual Mountain View Duels, while the girls' wrestling team on Wednesday has a meet against Raymond S. Kellis and Thunderbird on the road Wednesday. On to Chino Valley now, as the Cougars boys' basketball team is still looking for that first win after losing to Florence last week 76-21 at 0-4. They play Sedona Red Rock at home Tuesday at 7 p.m. The girls' basketball team is also struggling, losing to Florence 59-27 last week at 0-4. They also play Sedona Red Rock on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Over to Collegiate Sports now as the Yavapai College women's basketball team earned wins last week against Central Arizona 72-66 and Chandler Gilbert 78-71. In the win against Chandler Gilbert, Keisha Anderson led the team with 30 points while Sadie Allred had 22 points at 5-5 overall and 2-2 in the conference. 
They play Phoenix on the road Tuesday before competing in the NMJC Classic over the weekend in Hobbs, New Mexico. The men's basketball team didn't do as well as they dropped both their games last week 62-55 to Central Arizona and 75-52 to Chandler Gilbert. In the loss to Chandler Gilbert, Mandel Campbell led the team with 22 points at 3-8 overall and 1-4 in the conference. They take a bit of a break before competing in the Pima Classic starting on December 29th. Ending the whip around with the Embry-Riddle Eagles as the men's basketball team last week lost both their games 84-81 to La Sierra and 74-53 to Antelope Valley. In the loss against Antelope Valley, Denis Pomozanov led the team with 16 points while Chase Verdugo had 13 points. At 4-6 overall and 2-3 and in the conference, they get some time off before playing Taylor at home December 21st at 7 p.m. The women's basketball team, meanwhile, won both their games last week, 74-67 against La Sierra and 61-48 against Antelope Valley. In the win against Antelope Valley on Friday, Susie Reynoso led the team with 17 points. At 7-5 overall and 3-2 in the conference, they also get a little break as they next play Hastings on December 20th at 2 p.m. Finally, the Embry-Riddle men's wrestling team competes in the Reno Duels this weekend starting on Friday. As I do every week, I'll end the show giving my thoughts on some state sports, and the state of Arizona sports is in major disarray. The Suns' defense and ability to come up clutch has disappeared as they have lost four in a row. Not pushing the panic button yet, but I am worried. The Cardinals are a total disaster, and it looks like we might be without Kyler Murray for a good amount of time after what looks like a tragic injury to his knee on Monday Night Football making the team next year potentially even more boring to watch than they are right now. The Coyotes are eh, and the Diamondbacks were extremely quiet during the winter meetings and have only made small adjustments to a team that needs some work. We have to look to the Sun Devils basketball team for any semblance of hope in the Valley, as it may be a special season for them. Other than that, well, it's kind of tough to be an Arizona sports fan at the moment. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Come on back next week as the winter sports season rolls on. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday.